Charleston. They now can try their slipper and see if it fits at the big ball. East Tennessee State Buccaneers, they're dancing, boys and girls. Perea lays it up. 1.4. Perea hits it. The pass is caught. Ready for the game winner. Wide left. Bucks win. Nothing spotting for three. The place is going to erupt. Oh, Deuce Bellow. He's going to make Sports Center with an incredible. Jarvis Jones, the game winner, got it. Ball game. East Tennessee State's going to leave on another. They got him. If he catches it, it's over. Ball game. Touchdown, Jawan Stinson. 25 yards. J.J. German for the win. He got it. J.J. German and the Bucks have shocked the Bulldogs. And the sidekick. Say hello to my little friend. What's your name, man? I told you. It doesn't matter what your name is. You're handsome. You have the perfect amount of scruff. And you still have no talent. It's Sandos and the sidekick on the Buccaneers Sports Network. Well, a couple turnovers, but here's the deal. Wanted to start a podcast this year. We've had lots of people talk about why don't we talk more ETSU? How can we get more Buck Sports on the radio, social media, any way possible? So what we thought we would do, well, we're going to start a podcast. Santos and the Sidekick, why haven't you heard about it? Well, it took us 30 minutes to figure out how to get on air here. So that's really why, uh, really 20 minutes, who's keeping track? But what we're doing this week is really more of a soft open for Santos and the Sidekick and really just get our feet wet and different things. Things, different venues right now. We're in the president's suite here Not on the campus yet. of ETSU at uh, Green Stadium. And then once we get things uh, figured out next week, we'll, we'll lay out more of what the show is going to be. But what can they expect from the show? Sidekick, a.k.a. Mike Gallagher. Yeah, I think that we've kind of addressed a creative void in media here in, uh, in Johnson City, Kingsport, Bristol, Tri-Cities area. There's a lot of people that, you know, rip and read, will go through stories and regurgitate scores and uh, stats and things like that. Anybody can do that, and I don't think people have fun listening to that. I don't think the broadcasters have fun doing it. So I think that not having fun listening to people not having fun is no way to go about your day. So, Jay, for us, I think the big thing is to – Step back from the really hard-hitting stuff, the the obvious stuff, and you can hear even you know if you're listening to our test, we did the intro a couple times. Um, it had some of Jay's best calls, and it, we don't take ourselves too seriously. I'm the sidekick. Uh, what's your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. The whole the rock thing. So for us, we're not taking ourselves with too much weight. You know, I think we want to come in and talk to some people around the region and do discuss some FCS and uh, talk with some people that have been very big names around the area. We've got Crazy Coach Thursday. That's going to be Tom Conrad. we got Ticked Off Tuesday. That's going to be a fun segment. Some people around ETSU Athletics as well, and we're talking about possibly getting a couple players on too. So really, Jay, for me, I think that this is not only something where we're going to cover ETSU, we're going to cover the FCS, but hopefully have some laughs along the way. Well, if you had to put a percentage on it, we'll be 70% all ETSU, whether it's football, basketball. We'll cover all the sports that ETSU does sponsor, any other news around ETSU. It concerns everybody. 20% of what we'll do is FCS. It's football season. We'll talk a lot about FCS. Once we get into basketball, let's be honest, there's a ton of been major sites now that cover that level of basketball. So between the FCS folks that cover what the the football champion I mean, one double the football championship series 
and mid-majors. We're going to try to reach out to those guys and have them talk about not just what's going on here on the campus of ETSU in the Southern Conference, also just around the country. There are a lot of our fans that, that know some of the mid-major names that, that don't get a lot of love uh, as far as that goes. And there are plenty of people that cover FCS football that, that talk more than just you know James Madison, North Dakota State. They certainly know a lot about a lot of leagues. So we're going to talk to those guys. We'll talk to former players as well, current players. We are going to intermingle some fun because, let's be honest, we're both kind of fun guys and we want to laugh a little bit. And as he said, we don't take ourselves seriously. We'll have a a segment, Pros versus Jays, my call versus the rest of the country and see who wins that week. The Pros. Uh, Yeah, true, the Pros. Uh, Jay knows English language. Uh, A lot of you don't uh, text with me or email with me a lot, so they they don't really understand. Lucky for them. Well, thank goodness they don't. That's why I talk for a living or – something like that. Uh, ticked off Tuesday. We'll go over top 25s each week. On uh, Wednesdays, we're going to have a mystery guest. That could be from the world of sports, entertainment, music, just what whatever it is. Former uh, Buccaneer to uh, maybe a, a national name. or the president a of the U.S. Brand. I mean, we're aiming big. Be. Whatever we could. I mean, if he wants to come on, we'll do that as well. Uh, we'll also have a fun segment on Wednesdays with Lando's Land. We'll start to talk the opposing team for football that week. Thursday, we'll drive into more true game type stuff. We'll have the opposing team's head coach Coach on. We'll also look at maybe getting the opposing team's play-by-play broadcaster, Tom Conrad, with our crazy coach. And then the four burning questions, the four downs going into that contest. And Friday's just setting everything up. We'll be all game day on Friday leading into Saturday. So we'll try to get you ready for that week's game, which this week is certainly Mars Hill. And that's the uh, where the attention's going to be turned to. And, Mike, certainly the announcement yesterday. We thought maybe it would come today's the press conference, which will go live at 12 o'clock, roughly 29 minutes from now that's when it'll go live and coach randy sanders i guess will will answer all the questions about logan marshy being handed the reins we knew it was a two-man battle going in mike certainly we've seen austin herrick we've seen logan marshy we've been out there uh you've shot the practice i've been out there on sidelines just kind of watching and uh, i'll say this honestly there there to me wasn't a clear-cut favorite who was going to win that so uh is it a little shocking? Maybe, but certainly um, when you talk about Logan Marshy, he's a guy that started against Notre Dame and threw for, I think, 245. Yeah, yep. 245. The next week he threw. against Connecticut. And, and three touchdowns uh, also against UMass as well. So, you know, seven touchdowns, over 700 yards in three games at the FBS level. Certainly you could see how that could translate down at the FCS level. Well, I think it's a jolt for some ETSU fans. All they know in terms of starting quarterbacks in this iteration of ETSU football is Austin Herrick, and he had his best season last year, uh, 14 touchdowns, six interceptions, over 200 yards per game, which was uh, 2,200 yards total, fourth in the SoCon. So to see his progression from snap one against an opponent outside of yourself and outside of exhibitions and scrimmages and things like that back in 2015, up to the 33 games since, you've had Austin Herrick. And so it will be a bittersweet moment, I'm sure, for some ETSU fans because Austin, you and me both know him. I mean, he's an excellent young man. He's going to be successful at whatever he does, and he really did make big strides throughout his career here at ETSU. But you look at the resume of Archie, and you talked about it a bit. Before that injury cut short his season last year for Temple, he looked like he was the real deal, uh, putting up numbers. And let's not forget, Notre Dame was a top-ten team as a country you know, at some uh, times last year at the FBS level. So with Herrick... Uh, it's a tough thing to see for him to not be in this uh, situation where he will be leading the Bucks into action Saturday against Mars Hill. But Margie, I think people are going to be excited to see him. I mean, he threw for 237 a game last year in his time uh, being healthy. And comparing FCS to FBS, there's 
certainly some FCS teams that do beat FBS teams, but when you are a starting quarterback at the FCS level, or FBS level, excuse me, as uh, Marchie was, to come into a situation like this where you have a new head coach, and, and let's not forget that that is another transition here with Randy Sanders. Perhaps Randy just saw Austin and, and thought that, well, uh, at this point, perhaps Austin has uh, run his course of being the better option, and now we have a new guy in. I'm new. Let's just uh, go on to this uh, quote, 2.0 version of this iteration of ETSU football. There's no telling what the thought process was behind it, but Logan Marchie clearly showed Randy Sanders enough out of camp, and uh, I'm excited to see him on Saturday, and I know Austin Herrick, being the upstanding young man that he is, is going to do everything he can in his power to stay ready if he is needed and lead that team from the sidelines. Well, certainly, I think it, uh, the the thought process went winning. <laughs> I think there's right. no doubt the one thing that uh, Coach Sanders is, is trying to do is, is win ball games and what he thinks best for the team, and Right now, and, and again, we'll, we'll hear more from him in about 27 minutes. That'll be on YouTube Live uh, right at 12 o'clock. You can hear Randy Sanders' comments. We'll have it on our show tomorrow. If you're just tuning in, whether it's Facebook Live, uh, I guess right now it's only Facebook Live, but this is a new podcast that we've started. Uh, Jay Sandos, Mike Gallagher, it's Sandos and the Sidekick. If you can't catch us every day from 11 to 12, uh, you will be able to download this. We will have this up on iTunes. We'll have it on SoundClouds. You can hit the subscribe button. You'll be able to get alerts as we uh, – put up our new podcast Monday through Friday within reason if there's a certain travel day or uh, there's a game like for an example the women's basketball education day is always around 11 o'clock in the morning something like that we're not going to have it but within reason every Monday through Friday we're going to have a Sandos and Sidekick episode we'd love to hear from you guys we will have an opportunity for mailbag so if you can uh, and we'll give uh, Twitter information later as we get going on but you can obviously leave a question uh, in the Facebook comments you can certainly uh, tweet us at some point in time during the show we'll try to get to a little bit of mailbag towards the end of the show we do have segments again if you're just tuning in We'll have segments where we're going to talk uh, all things ETSU, all things around the FCS. We uh, transition into basketball. We'll have a lot of mid-major basketball writers and columnists as guests, website providers. And then certainly we'll talk to ETSU players and coaches when we can. We'll run a bunch of sound bites from the press conference today on tomorrow's show. So there's a lot to to talk about on Santos and Sidekick. This was a need that people have been hammering me on for a couple years. How can we get more? We looked into the idea of maybe a radio show. I'm not saying that uh, that's out of the question for next year. We did seriously consider and get negotiations on having one this year that would have been an hour-long show that would have covered everything ETSU. And so what we did was take that when uh, it wasn't in the cards to start it in the fall, and we just said, you know what, let's just make a podcast out of it. And so there will be a video live aspect where people can chime in and be a part of it, and there will also be uh, a way for folks from 11 to 12 every day that can't make it. They'll be able to download, subscribe, and then we'll cut out certain segments too. Well, I think the nice part with what we're going to be doing, Jay, is that it's not you know just going to be football and basketball. You know, Those are going to be the big ones that carry the show because, of course, they are the most popular sports in the region, ETSU, excels at basketball every year and football is the behemoth that it is but you know, I do play-by-play for uh, men's soccer women's soccer volleyball baseball and softball and so I'm up close with those teams you're obviously with football and basketball this is a view from the inside and, and being able to be closer to these programs which like you said I think is just something that hasn't been there in the past so whether it be you know dedicating a full segment to something like men's soccer that had a couple of big games over the weekend against North Carolina and Wake Forest a couple of top five teams in the country they're underway now with David Casper as their head coach 
coach in his first season, or uh, whether it's volleyball and Lindsey Devine squad went to the NCAA tournament last year and faced Kentucky in what was a crazy atmosphere in front of and nearly four thousand this weekend as well. Right, exactly, and and so they're you know on the path to another big season. So it's not going to be just those things. If you're wondering, oh, ETSU, you know, I, I'm thinking that probably going to be football, basketball, because that's what people tend to care about outside of ETSU. This is a podcast not only for people that are outside of ETSU, the fans, but people inside as well. And some of those programs that maybe don't get as much love on a day-to-day basis because there's a lot of great programs here at ETSU that deserve more attention. We're going to give it to them. So it is kind of funny. On Twitter, I guess it was uh, yesterday, uh, maybe it was Saturday, but there was a lot of people just asking why they can't have an ETSU podcast. And I just kind of jabbed at them and said, well, maybe it's it's closer, closer than you think. Right. And so, uh, I mean, people have been wanting it. We, we've had questions about it. We're still going to have our coaches show um, on Wednesdays now, Wild Wing Cafe. I think uh, I'll double check, but I think they just signed a three-year agreement, um, or at least they verbally committed to it. If the, the ink isn't dry, we'll have a full release once the ink's dry. But three-year commitment to have ETSU's radio coaches show there. It'll be on Wednesday nights for Coach Randy Sanders. So instead of Monday with Coach Torbush, It'll be Wednesday. So this Wednesday, Wild Wing Cafe, we'll have our radio coaches show. It'll still be Mondays when we transition into hoops because Wednesday's a travel day for uh, one of the teams, depending on uh, who's on the road that week in conference play or non-conference game. So that's when, when that happens. But certainly women's schedule's been released. We can talk about that here in, in the upcoming week or so. Men's basketball still awaiting. want to talk about that we're not uh, you know, going to avoid hoops and other sports as it is. Certainly football and basketball are going to drive a majority of the show, but as he mentioned, you know, men's soccer off to the way they have, women's soccer's in full swing. Volleyball certainly had a big weekend again as they look to repeat. So a lot going on with Sandos and the sidekick. Um, well, I think we should have some fun. You know, yeah. You'll take a break, come back, yeah, have some fun. Absolutely. All right, so here's going to be an example. Again, uh, here's an example of what we're going to be doing. We're going to uh, step aside for a timeout. When we come back, uh, Mike has created a segment that he thinks funny. Uh, it's called you Pros. You think it's funny, too. You laughed in the studio. Don't even give me this. It, it is funny. Pros versus Jay. We'll see how that goes right after this timeout. You're watching and listening to Sandos and the Sidekick. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, everyone settle down. What, what's all the commotion about? There's a new instant game launching in August. It's only a dollar? And there are 12 different versions featuring 12 different dogs? Celebrate the dog days of summer with a new Lucky Dog Instant Game. Collect the whole litter today, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Citizens Bank and our growing lending team are excited to support the game broadcasts of the ETSU Buccaneers. We are proud to provide a lineup of options that fit the needs of local businesses, whether it's an expansion loan, remote deposit service, SBA loan, or treasury management services. We can help your business grow. Visit our website or your local Citizens branch to speak with a qualified lender to learn more. From everyone at Citizens Bank, go Bucks! Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Looking to promote your business but don't know the best avenue? Stand out from the crowd and go big with billboards. We're Allison Outdoor, and we're the new guys in town. Whether it's digital or traditional billboards, our locations span the Tri-Cities. If you're looking for high exposure for a day, a year, or anything in between, we have rates and packages for you. Call Nick Stickley for pricing at 423-360-4809 or allisonoutdoor.com. And go Bucks! 
I feel like day after day it's all the same. I know there's more out there. I, I just can't reach out and grab it. <laughs> Does that sound crazy? Uh, no, but I'm a butcher. Perhaps a nice seafood dinner would help? Gosh, that sounds great. Excellent. I'll steam some shrimp for you. Really? No one's ever said that before. At Food City, our butchers can't solve your existential crisis, but they can offer a ton of other great services you won't find at most other grocery stores. Butchers make it better. Only at Food City. Today and every day, the Johnson City Way. Johnson City Hyundai is proud to support East Tennessee State Athletics. Excellence in education, teamwork and trust, success and understanding. They are the core values that drive the ETSU Athletics program to excellence. ETSU Athletics and Johnson City Honda, a winning combination. The Johnson City Way. Today and every day, Johnson City Honda is committed to bringing the Tri-Cities a truly unique way to buy a new Honda or a certified pre-owned Honda. It's a way of business we like to call the Johnson City Way. When you come to Johnson City Honda, you can have the confidence in knowing you're getting a great deal along with outstanding customer service that will last long after the sale. We invite you to come by today and shop our outstanding selection of vehicles and experience a different way, an easy way, our way, the Johnson City way. Johnson City Honda, proud to support the ETSU Athletics Program. Today and every day, the Johnson City way. Johnson City Honda, Johnson City. Pros. Buckle up for Cody Turner. Kobe just sucked the gravity out of the target center. What a play. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! In your life have you seen anything like that? In the deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In a year that has been so the impossible has happened. Edmonds hit 42 home runs during the regular season. And we are going to game seven in the National League Championship Series. Oh, out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. He's going to go into the end zone. The Bears have won. Versus Jays. I need a shower. That's the only call you could come up with. It's the only call I wanted to come up with. <laughs> That's terrible. Now, to be fair, uh-huh. part of this was your idea. So I'm not going to say it was all my – you kind of floated it, and you, I don't think you thought that I would take it as far as I have. Oh, that's that's completely <laughs> a true statement. I did not think you okay, would take so, it as far as you have. So, so let's, give him the premise. Yeah, let's explain the whole idea behind this. So play-by-play guy, Jay Sandos, uh, self-proclaimed top 100 in the country, and I think it may be true. Um, you may be even higher than that. I, I think you are do a very good job, despite the open that I put together, to completely mock and ridicule you. So we got the pros. You heard Kevin Harlan, Vern Lundquist. I mean, the, the unmistakable voices. Tom Brenneman there at the end with the Edmonds call, the home run. Some people may not like that, you know, kind of St. Louis, Atlanta in this area. But a great call. Um, you had the guy that did the, the play, Cal Stanford. I don't even know that guy's name, which is a shame, because that is one of the most iconic calls in history. You don't know his name either. Do I do not. It's, do not it's, it's a shame. Name. I don't know if you ever went on to do anything big or not. But you've got the pros, and they've had the calls that have really defined sports moments of our time and years past. And then you've got the Jays of the world who are, you know, pros without a doubt, but in their own way. And that's where Jays comes in. You remember the pros versus Joes. Hey, some of those Joes were pretty good, and I think Jay falls into that category. So I want a theme. 
every week with this segment, and it's going to kind of alternate with Jay Knows the English Language because that's another one where um, your many gaffes on text and email and whatever else that you use to communicate with people are just too good to pass up. But this week, I found a call from last year, and keep in mind, it's my second year here, so a lot of these are going to probably skew towards 2017-2018, uh, but you being here 16 years now, uh, there's a lot of good ones from the past. that you kind of deleted those. You kind of really clue me into, I'm sure, uh, if, I'm ever, if I'm ever stumped on it. So uh, this week, I wanted the, the theme to be one that is very recent, one from a call from you last year, and one from someone that moved into a big role last season, someone that... Uh, really is the voice of football, a modern voice of football at least, specifically on the college scene, but entered a new realm last year with some, I'd say, up and down results. Jacob in studio, if you go ahead and play the pro. The ball comes out! The ball has come out! Derek Johnson, the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Chiefs, with a touchdown for Kansas City! That's Sean McDonough. I know you know Sean McDonough. I, you, I met uh, Sean McDonough. You, you know him very well, which is, is why I'm not totally surprised that you and Sean have a few of similar type calls. Jacob, go ahead with Jays. The McLeod, one minute to go. The lob to David. Oh, goodness gracious. What a design play. And an alley-oop dunk his chin above the rim. <laughs> Now, you had, now, he had to leave that in there at the end. I knew what was coming That's at the, the signature. End. That's the that, signature. That, that, I, I knew, uh, First of all, I just want to go over how apparently me and McDonough have gone through puberty both during those calls because he cracked quite a bit during Seven, that. eight times. Yeah, and I, I mean, I have twice. I had, but, yeah, no, there was a lot of voice cracking in the calls. But what I learned from that is that I could clearly do Monday Night Football. That's what I've learned. <laughs> Is that, was that the point of the segment? Here's what I learned. Okay, is that Sean McDonough no longer does Monday Night Football, and I'm not sure if that was an amicable decision <laughs> that, or if that, that was an ESPN thing where they're like, yeah, you weren't really into it. Now, here's where I'll give McDonough a little bit of credit, and we'll kind of loop back around to the point. McDonough has said he just prefers college football. He just likes college football a lot more than doing pro football. He was following Mike Tirico, who is one of the best that there is right now. He can do pretty much anything when well, it comes he, to – McDonough used to do, especially for SEC fans around here, for a long time, yeah. he was the play-by-play voice of the SEC on CBS. CBS and McDonough – and, of course, him and Bill Raftery were huge in the NCAA tournament for a long time. But he kind of got a raw deal, and then, and then Vern got in there. And I like – honestly, I like Vern, and I like yeah. Sean as well. But, but a lot of SEC fans, especially if they've watched uh, you know, during – you know, Fulmer's run there in the late late 90s and all that. Like, it was McDonough that was calling a lot of those games, and then Vern kind of came on, on on the tail end of that. So, uh, But Sean certainly, uh, I think, has the his style of call of the game. It's sort of like Gus Johnson. I think their, their styles – now, they're still way different broadcasters, but their styles are made for college. See, I think that McDonough just sounded so dry and empty when he took over after Mike Tirico, especially with the character that John Gruden is. He almost had Mike Tirico where he knew exactly when to get in, get out, let Gruden do kind of his weird, wacky bits, where McDonough just didn't sound like, much like we were talking about why Santos and the sidekick is a thing now, he just didn't really sound like he was having any fun, McDonough didn't. And so with McDonough now out – and granted, he does a great job. I mean, there's no question about it. He just didn't seem right for that role. And he's out. Now you got Joe Tessitore that's come in. And well, I, I love Tessitore. Tessitore is really good, and I think he's going to do great in that role. I want to give you a little bit of a reprieve from that call because, firstly, if we lay out the whole situation, that was inside a minute to go. David Burrell, beautiful lob play from the baseline where he comes up and just throws down a nasty alley-oop. You told me before the game, you were like, oh, man, I hope. 
that there is not like a really huge moment because I know my voice is not going to take it. I'm feeling a little under the weather. My throat is kind of raw. And so you actually called your own downfall in that call. I wish I would have uh, saved, and I think I've gotten rid of it, but the tournament in South Dakota a few years ago. Uh, I was, was that at the new stadium up there, like 7,000 people? The, the, it was, I can't remember it was what it was a basketball tournament. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, And uh, the Pentagon. I think the Pentagon, it was, yep, uh, that's it was right. uh, two or three years old, but, mm-hmm. and they had hosted some major games in it because the, uh, the NBA DL uh, team is in there, yeah. the D-League team, or G-League, G-League now, League I guess yeah. they've changed Gatorade. But uh, the the big thing about that was that as soon as we got up there the very first day, and I was rooming with the trainer, Brett Lewis, and, and we all called him Ribeye, and I was like, Ribeye, I said, oh, yeah, I think, I think I'm being a little scratchy. Well, I called, and we did three straight games. The first day was okay. <laughs> Second game got a little iffy. The third game was almost literally inaudible. And what was bad for fans was it was the one tournament, there was no video whatsoever. Uh. So you had to listen. It got so bad that the Oakland play-by-play guy actually gave me a little bit of an elbow and was like, do you, do you need me to fill in? Right. <laughs> like, we can simulcast I, this thing. I mean, I've, right. watched, I've watched two games. I've called the other team. I can kind of help you out here. You just tell me when to take a break. And, right. and looking back at it, I probably should have did that, but but I, I did not. That was probably – if you find that, this, there, there's some stuff in there. where it, it, was, it got so bad that the team doctor, Ralph Mills <laughs> – had already called in a prescription and found where the closest pharmacy was and it called me as soon as the game was over and was like, hey, we got a home game in five days. we got to get you better. That's great, doctor. You need to drive to this pharmacy. You need to get pick this up right now. What a guy. I'm pretty sure it's covered by your insurance. Said, okay, that's good. So so we went there and, and got that. So that was, um, that was probably, as, as far as voice goes, that was probably my worst – just trying to battle through something. Yeah. There's no because you're in South Dakota. Right. At least at home, I could look at somebody sitting at the table, good or bad, or one of you guys in the studio, like, "Hey, you need to drive to Freedom Hall. We need to get this taken care and of." And let's be so. real. I mean, no one. Well, not many people. I'm sure there were some ETSU fans, diehards that they are, that you know are some of the best fans in the Southern Conference, the best fans in the Southern Conference, which is one of our themes this year, by the way, on the Buccaneer Sports Network. But I'm sure some of them made the trip. But let's. The average fan isn't going to go out of their way to go to the 450,000 person state, which is a big state. Still. I mean, you've got like five times as many people crammed into Massachusetts and Connecticut. You're not really going to do that a whole lot when you're going to South Dakota with nothing except the Black Hills and the Pentagon to see. All right, we got a scorekeeper back in the studio, Jacob. We only got uh, we got to get off here at 11:55 to set up for the football press conference. You can watch that on YouTube Live. Head coach Randy Sanders will be talking about the Mars Hill game. Uh, you're also going to hear from new uh, starting quarterback Logan Marshy will be there as well, so you'll be able to get all your info there. That'll be on YouTube Live, uh, give or take 12 or 12.05. That'll start on YouTube Live. So uh, don't have enough time to, to, again, today's first test, soft day. Jacob, you're our scorekeeper. We did bold predictions where me and Mike blindly uh, did not talk about it. We sent you our bold predictions for the weekend. How did we do? Not great, fellas. Not great. <laughs> Don't uh, tell Jay, me that. Let, <laughs> yes. Let, let, let's just start off with the one that you both sent in to me around the well, same time on Friday. Which night, is incredible. To me. You sent me the same exact prediction, mm-hmm. and you were both wrong. You had Tiger <laughs> making the cut. He did at the Northern Trust, but you all felt that he would hop into the top ten. He did not, but he did finish top 40, so you were both wrong. Well, Just when I think you couldn't possibly that's just pure be me. any dumber. That's just pure me. And not only throw that at us and then throw the soundbite on top of it. Uh, I, I believe in Tiger. I'm sorry. What do you want from me? Uh, you know what I should have thought about? It was his third straight tournament in a row, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's what I should have thought Fatigue about. Fatigue has set in, you think? Yeah. Walking those 72 holes hurts, huh? All right. What else do we get uh, wrong? Let's start off with the next one that you had, Jay, and then we'll get back to Mike here. This one's a little bit closer to my heart. You said the Braves would have a five-game lead by, by Monday morning. 
Well, they split the four-game series with the Marlins this weekend. They now only have a three-game lead over the Phillies in the National, Leagues, National League East. As sad as it is, you stubborn, stupid, silly man. I really, really, th and I'm not a Braves fan, but I really thought the way it was setting up, the way they were playing, and, of course, uh, the Phillies had a tough series as well. I really felt like it was going to be a four-game sweep. And then, uh, you know, Phillies were going to travel. How could they not sweep the Marlins? <sighs> Well, they've struggled against them all year, actually, yeah. if you look at that. I think they were – what have they lost? They're 13 and uh, – it 9? I no, can't no. remember. Uh, so anyways, not good. Because Acuna. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. Mike, you sent me in that Des Bryant would sign by the Cleveland Browns <laughs> by the end of the weekend. Breaking news, he didn't. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. Here's the thing. I went heavy on the positive sound bites because I thought we'd get a lot of these right, but mm -hmm. I think I need to get a few did, more did negative Did you get your last one right? Because uh, I know I got mine right. Uh, oh, I, I, well, that's I don't a think good I tease, did. Jay, because uh -oh. he didn't. But <laughs> we all wish he had because he picked ETSU men's soccer to defeat the Forest last night. But sadly, no, they did fair. not. They lost 4-2. to two. So, Mike? I, stupid, silly man. I believe in David Casper. You'll love my third one. You'll love my third one. Okay, right. my, Because my we finally have some positive fills with it. Got a winner. Finally, Thank a Sandos gosh. in the sidekick. Right. You picked Hawaii to win the Little League World Series. They defeated Georgia to win the American title on Saturday. And then Is they that defeated bold? South Korea bold. yesterday, three to nothing. So... He is the smartest man in the universe. Uh, I don't even know if that's bold. Was there? What's the press? I mean, they bold? are playing. For their their whole state is getting hit with a uh, typhoon tsunami. It's typhoon, right? It's, uh, I hope it's not a tsunami. That yeah, yeah, sound, it's, you know, it's typhoon. Whatever it is. Anyway, but come on, they're playing for that. Hawaii college football came up with a big win on the road at Colorado State. Then the Little League World back to back days, big time for Hawaii. I thought it, I thought it's. Uh, know if it was the boldest comment in history of the world but certainly the u.s teams have struggled to take the world championship uh when you look traditionally at who wins that so anyways thought hawaii uh although secretly i was pulling for the southeast team out of georgia but uh hawaii ended up winning that so at least i got i got one thing right but here's the deal we're gonna uh we got to get off the air so we can set up for the football press conference downstairs but tomorrow Probably going to run a bit more succinctly tomorrow, I yeah, think. Tomorrow yeah, tomorrow now we've, you know, again, we did soft and, open yeah. today, soft open, try to survive. We'll uh, we'll do so again tomorrow uh, when we have another edition of Santos and the Sidekick. We'll talk a little FCS football. We'll have ticked off Tuesday. We'll go over the top 25s because there already was a loss in FCS top 25 we'll talk about on next week's show. Plus, we'll run sound bites from today's press conference from uh, Randy Sanders and hopefully from Logan Marshy. So for Mike Gallagher, Jay Sanders, Jacob Townsend back in the studio. More Sandos and sidekick tomorrow on the Buccaneer Sports Network.